Are you ready? What is up, everyone? It is me, your favorite actor, Mark Swan, here replacing Michael J. Putty for a very special episode of Shot of Wrestling. My man, the heart and soul of Shot of Wrestling, Michael J. Putty. Well-deserved vacation. Well-deserved. Taking two weeks off. So here I am with one of my favorite people in wrestling. He's got the charisma. He's got the energy. and He's got... A tuxedo jacket that matches up with his personality. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Jimmy J. Nice and bright, ready to light up the night over here. My man, Hollywood Mark Schwann, yours truly, the mouthpiece of the Northeast, representing Shot of Wrestling, baby. Finally, I'm back. I'm back in this seat over here, Mark. It's been so long. It's been so long. Putty's on a much-needed vacation. Shout out to my main man, MJP. But, of course, Hollywood. The one and only holding it down over here. How you been, Mark? Keep it moving. How you doing? As Pat McAfee would say, I'm doing great, dude. Um, honestly, a lot of great things are happening in my life right now. I know I'm on strike, so I shouldn't be gloating. But, you know, I got a lot, a lot of things going on. I mean, other than the fact that, hey, my baby girl, I see her uh, growing up right before my eyes. So that's exciting. Lots of cool stuff in the wrestling world. You know, I'm managing the BCW Women's Champ, Vicious Vicky. And... um yeah, I have uh, I, I have some things in the works that I'm not allowed to talk about yet, but things are looking good for Hollywood, baby. Things are looking very good. Jimmy J, how how have you been, dude? You you you've been doing you've been back in the road doing events, man. I love it. Man, it's been long overdue, Mark. You know, uh I started I'm not gonna get in a whole spiel here, but you know, like I started out my roots of wrestling. You know, I had a few different passions. Some people they see me out here, I'm doing some horror events and whatnot. But wrestling is where I got started with the watch parties. Big shout out to, to Green Man, uh, okay, Abel, for, for bringing me into almost like into the business, if you will, even though it's indie scene or whatnot, putting me in, initiating me in a shot of wrestling with you guys from day one with events. And it's like full circle now, man. We're, we're doing watch parties again, representing shot of wrestling out here. And uh, of course, doing, you know, some other things, as you see out here with, with the horror community. So, Enjoying, enjoying my time doing what I love, Mark. And there's nothing better than that, man. And uh, I'm blessed, dude. Every day, you wake up in the morning, you're breathing. You got to be blessed. And of course, sitting uh, right next to you, alongside you here on a shot of wrestling, it's, dude, it's surreal to be back. Honestly, man, I'm so happy. It's a good day, man. It's a good day. Yes, indeed. Uh, happy to have you back, man. Happy to be reunited. Hey, you're a football guy, man. Football season this week. How you feeling? Oh, come on, Mark. Maybe I feel like Al Bundy. Four <laughs> touchdowns in a Pokai football game. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm ready to go, man. I got DraftKings rolling. Okay, I don't place too many bets because Jimmy J don't want to go broke here. I'm broke as it is. 
But uh, yeah, I'm ready, baby. Are you uh, your fantasy team? Yeah, fantasy. League? I got my my fantasy team's all set. I just did the draft the other day. Um, you know, I'm feeling all right. I'm feeling all right. As I was drafting, I have to say, I was like, oh my god, my team sucks. Like this is like the worst draft ever for myself. And then after the fact, like I see everyone else's team. I was I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling pretty good. Like I feel like I have one of the more well-rounded teams in my league. And yeah, if know, that makes sense. No, it does make sense because you, know, you never know what can happen in the season. You know, people go down. Right. And then, you know, you, you need there's other guys that shine as well. And you, you just really never know, Mark. So to have a well-rounded team where you don't have you know, too many duds, too many all-stars, uh, you know, that, that's what you need. That's key, man. So I, I'm, I have I'm a little I have a couple of question marks in there. Like Dak Prescott is my quarterback. Oh, uh, come on. yeah, up the show, man. The cowgirls. Uh, come on, I mean, like, honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm not the biggest fan, but, you know, he does have a lot of upside. Like, you know, it was just a year or two ago where he was a top tier quarterback. Um, You know, I, I, I think he could bring it back. If not, I mean, there are other quarterbacks in free agency I could probably pick up or work out a trade. Like, hey, last year I had Russell Wilson traded, traded for Patrick Mahomes and wound up winning the league. So. You know, the draft sets up your foundation, I think, uh, in fantasy football. If you wind up with the same exact team you drafted midway through your season, you're doing it wrong. Uh, yeah, I know. I agree. I agree with that, Mark. And uh, congratulations on that win. Dude, that, that, that's you. incredible. Russell Russell Wilson, Pat Mahomes, and you, and you pull out the W, Mark. I mean, you never I, know. Again, there it is. Yeah, start off the year with Russell Wilson, ended with Patrick Mahomes, and yeah, of course I won the championship. How can you not with, with a legendary quarterback like that? But, Jimmy, this is a wrestling show. I can go on. We can both go on all day about football. But <laughs> I know my audience. They don't want to hear us talk about that. Let's get into it, my man. The biggest news of the week, hands down, CM Punk. CM Punk wow. and Jack Perry. If you don't know what happened, it's too much for me to go over right now. I don't want to go over time. You easily Google it. Sean Ross Sapp has done an excellent job reporting it. Um, and I feel like there's news every day coming out about it. But I'm going to read this tweet. Russell Pierce, at Russell Pierce. Several people in AEW, wrestlers and people in other roles, are frustrated with the fact that a behind-the-scenes incident with CM Punk once again distracted from what they are touting as an excellent show and a high-point AEW history. This is according to PW Torch. Now, of course, we're talking about AEW All In. Legendary show, Wembley Stadium. Hey, wrestling history for oh, yeah. sure but unfortunately they are right i mean all we've been talking about this whole week is not about the show itself really but about what happened backstage between cm punk and jack perry lots of different reports coming out about it who started it but it seems like most witnesses saying that it, it seems to be cm punk's fault and then apparently cm punk got into it with tony khan as well so you i quit it's it's shit like that uh, it, yeah and i love cm punk so the question is, this is a second big incident right now uh, backstage at EAW surrounding CM Punk. Is this it for him? Should should they just rip up the contract, close the door, say, CM Punk, you're a persona non grata here. Thank you for what you've done. Time to move on. See, Mark, here's what bothers me, man. They made history in Wembley Stadium, okay, uh, surpassing the indoor attendance record, or that the attendance record is over, over there, uh, more than, I believe, WWE – had at was it 92 SummerSlam? Correct. Okay. Correct. So yet, you know, they made this history, but for some reason everyone's just talking about the drama. 
mm-hmm. that's what bothers me. That really, just focus on the positive here. But with, with Punk, I mean, there's more drama than an episode of 90210. Uh, you know, <laughs> I love the reference. Yeah, yeah, but go on, man. I mean, you know, and God rest his soul. Um, his father, uh, Perry's father, uh, Luke, Luke Perry. Perry. Yeah, um, you know, it's a shame. I look at Phil CM Punk, okay, and I see honestly a man that has internal issues with himself. This, this is one of my theories on him, okay. Maybe he has uh some ego problems, maybe he has this Napoleon complex, maybe. There's something there uh, that's bothering him that he's lashing out on everybody, either that or B, that Punk is just trying to get out of his contract, as people are saying, um, and doing everything in his power to just, uh, you know, I guess get fired. And maybe he's had enough. I don't know what goes on behind the scenes over there. I really don't. But he's a loose cannon. And for Tony Khan, I'm going to wrap it up here with this, for Tony Khan to sit here and allow Punk to disrespect him or talk back to him the way he did and on the spot didn't put him in his place, especially in the locker room. What does that say about him? The man in power. Well, we don't necessarily know what Tony Khan said it back. I mean, Jack Perry and CM Punk were ultimately asked to leave the building and not come back. And they are both suspended while investigations going. So don't know what Tony Khan said back. Tony Khan did lay down the law. Thankfully, and it sounded like pretty swiftly. Unlike uh, unlike the prior incident, but yeah, I don't necessarily know if it's a mental health thing or he's like a Napoleon complex thing. Like you know, I I don't necessarily know if it's that. Yeah, I'm not a psychologist, so I'm not going to sit here and speculate. You know, I don't know CM Punk, CM Punk on a personal level, but you know, it it could be a sense of like old school versus new school. You know, it could be that sense. I mean, he's he's these incidents that he's had with these people. If you notice, have not been from WWE. You know, like a lot of these guys, they they're from the Indies. Um, may have been like bad habits along the way. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily know. Uh, it, it just or it could come down to clash of personalities. I mean, we've heard plenty of stories about CM Punk not being necessarily easy to work with, but then again, you you hear plenty of people talk very highly of CM Punk in their in their relationship with him. Um. It seems like this all stemmed from Jack Perry, uh, this whole real glass incident, right? He didn't, uh, he was not allowed to use real glass on Collision, which is a CM Punk show. But then he used real glass, AW All In, and called Punk out pretty much. Ryan Campbell look, breaking the fourth wall. That's not necessarily professional or cool. I no, mean, yeah, I agree with that. That is immature of Jack Perry, but, you know, again, coming from a CM Punk fan, if the reports are true of how CM Punk handled it, not necessarily the most professional way either, especially someone of his stature um, and someone that's supposed to be a locker room, a locker room leader. So, I mean, Two wrongs don't necessarily make a right, and like they, they were both wrong here. And I would probably put more emphasis in the fact that CM Punk is more in the wrong, since it seems like more people are indicating that he was the first one to get physical. You know, um, I just feel like you know Punk also walks around like he has something to prove. Um, I don't know, you know. Obviously, we we know his history, WWE, and then he went to UFC and he had a match and he got his ass handed to him, straightforward, for lack of a better term. And maybe he's 
still has some some animosity about them. Maybe he has some feelings about that stuff. Maybe he thinks that other people think that he's not as tough as you know as he proclaims himself to be. I don't know. Well, wrestling and UFC are two different things, though, Jimmy. Yeah. Well, well, I, 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 but the thing is, like, people may look at him like differently because how badly he lost that match. Again, this is me just speculating, but but dude, I wait. mean. I know maybe I'm going off the reservation here, but you know, CM Punk, he definitely should have handled both of them should have handled this uh, better. But Punk, he's been in the bit, he's been in the business a long time, so he he should have definitely did something, you know, different. No, absolutely. I mean, a, a conversation like you know, CM Punk does say he has an open door, right? You you want to talk to me? Come talk to me, and, and that could have been solved in a conversation, not necessarily get physical. Uh, but the investigation is still going. This, this honestly, I mean, especially with the last incident, this is just not a good look for CM Punk. You, you can be a big fan of him as much as you want to be, just like me. And we can still, still sit here and admit, like, hey, this doesn't look good. We'll see what Tony Khan does next. Moving on, though, Jimmy J. Other news here. John Cena making his return. Yeah, we, we see him now. <laughs> Russell Ops at Russell Ops breaking. WWE have officially announced John Cena will be appearing for seven consecutive weeks following the return of SmackDown this Friday. They list all the dates going into October 27th, including, as we just found out tonight, payback tomorrow and possibly even Fastlane. Uh, so this is probably the longest streak that John Cena has had since his last like full run WWE. I'm not counting WrestleMania, but like his first... His last uh, full stint. But we saw how he was at WrestleMania, right? Against Austin Theory. Yeah. Wasn't necessarily fully himself. Would this full return, would this tarnish John Cena's legacy, possibly? No, my opinion. John Cena's been around for a long time, man. and Long ass time. Yeah, and he's done, he's done things that a lot of people haven't done. And he's broke records a lot of people haven't broke. And John Cena, I believe, done it all. So at this point, he's pretty much, quote, unquote, untouchable. He's Al Capone. And I think that John Cena uh, being here for, quote, unquote, seven weeks, they're saying, they, you know, they have the time frame for him. I think it's beneficial for the company. And maybe he can give somebody else the rub. Without a doubt, he can give someone else the rub. I mean, John Cena has proven to be someone that's very generous. You know, even when, we, when he wins some of these matches, like, he still makes the opponent look great. You know, a la AJ Styles, his rivalry with him. Oh, yeah. Right? That, that's something I immediately go back to. But, like, you know, no, he's done the job plenty of times to make the opponent, to make the younger stars into superstars. Yeah. Right? He's done that job. He's done countless things for for the brand of WWE, the Make-A-Wish Foundation. You know, he's gone on, done, done what like The Rock has done, gone on to Hollywood, put more eyes on WWE for sure. But as far as his in-ring work, his in-ring work has always been somewhat questionable. Yeah. You know, it, like, you know, you'll have some people, like, always criticize him for having the five moves of doom, a la Hulk Hogan. But, you know, <laughs> like, I mean, he's put on some stellar matches. I, as I just mentioned, AJ Styles, you can look back with him, his match with Shawn Michaels, uh, Randy Orton, Edge. I mean, he, the dude has moves. He could go. Uh However, you know, his match with Austin Theory at WrestleMania, man, like I hate to be I hate to be critical about this, but John Cena is the only dude 
I've ever known to go to Hollywood and come back and look worse than he has before he left. You know, yeah, I, I agree. And I, I do, man. And you know what? I'll tell you right now. I was never a huge fan of John Cena's in-ring work. Okay. Mm-hmm. One thing about John and everybody has to give him this is you have to respect him. Okay. Because he's been there. Total respect. Total respect. Bro. Like he puts in the work bottom line. Uh, he may not be the best in ring performer, but he's there every day. He showed up. He was there for years, whether you love him, you hate him. He still did his thing and you got to respect him. I mean, you know, uh, it was what it was with him in, in theory. I was not happy really with it. I mean, you seen him come back to, to your point, man. He didn't look great. You know, he didn't look great. Like he, he seemed, he seemed like he was gassed pretty early, you know, and he, he didn't necessarily look like a superstar. That's, that's what I mean by the look, you know, John Cena was the face of the company for so long. He didn't necessarily look that way on the grandest stage of them all. Um, I, and I hate to get on that, but like, you know, I think that plays a major part in this business. And I want to touch on this real fast, Jimmy, like, we live in a world today, not just in wrestling, but just life in general. It's we remember we have recency bias. It's what have you done for us lately? Mm-hmm. Right. And like what I worry about is I shouldn't say worry, I'm not losing sleep over this, but <laughs> like, you know, for for John Cena, like, you know, if we get more of that Cena this past WrestleMania, that's how we're gonna remember him. I don't think so, man. I, I gotta disagree with you on that. I think that Again, he's been around so long, you know, you're going to you're just going to know, well, John is John, you know, like, all right, this match was lackluster, but still it's John Cena. You know, like, you know, he's he's delivered. I mean, when the company was at a low again, because if you think about it, Mark, wrestling, it's like a roller coaster, man. You know, you got the 80s. It was booming. And then you had the early 90s, mid 90s, where it just went all the way downhill and then boom, New World Order, Attitude Error, Ruthless Aggression, and then boom, right down again. And when that when it started going down again in two thousands late later like well two thousand eight nine whatever, Cena was the guy still. Cena was there, he's showing up. He was like the Shawn Michaels almost of that time period. No, he 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 was. But here's the thing. I mean, Jimmy, you're talking about you know new fans right now watching that didn't watch John Cena in his prime. You know that that's the world we're living in right now. They're seeing. They're, they're hearing stories of what John Cena was, and they probably see WWE Network or, or Peacock, the old tape of what he was. Like, oh, yeah, that guy was awesome. But then they're seeing him now. Like, this guy kind of sucks. Like, that could easily be the thing, and that could carry forth for the next few generations. You know, Shawn Michaels, you talk about Shawn Michaels. When he came back, he looked, he was better he was than better. he was when he was prime. I mean, this we're talking not- HBK. We're talking the showstopper, right. baby. This is, this is not the case right now. And I know I'm judging off one match. I know I am. But, like, again, recency bias, and I feel like I need to bring it up because this is a long run here, like eight total weeks, uh, uh, counting this one uh, SmackDown tonight. That's that's two months. That's a long stretch. Can he go? Can he last? Who is he working with? Rumor has it's going to be Cody Rhodes. That would be a great opponent for him, by the way, if it is true. He's going he's gonna to build Cody for Mania, baby. That's it. I mean, uh, that's that's my opinion if he's working with Cody. Now, other than that, if he's not, if he's just, you know, in random matches, dude, maybe he's just, maybe they're just, you know, getting him back into ring shape because if the mania, you know, right. that could be it. Right, man. I mean, hey, the people are people are right now remembering Tom Brady for this past season that he had going back to football. 
recency bias. Tom Brady didn't have a great season last year, but he's won many championships. But no, we're thinking about what happened last year. Thinking like the dude's washed, he couldn't come back and he's retired. Is it safe to say his time is up? Somebody else's time is now? (laughs) (laughs) Might be Aaron Rodgers. We'll see. Uh, Moving on, though, Jimmy, we have this little nugget here. So Becky Lynch, last week we talked about it, seemed like she wants her NXT Women's Championship. She seems like she wants that that piece that's been missing in her career. Well, here we are, PW Chronicle, at underscore PW Chronicle. Becky Lynch is expected to face off against NXT Women's Champion Tiffany Stratton in the near future. So here we are. It's happening. What? You ask and you shall receive, people. Is Tiffany Stratton ready for Becky, though? Uh, they're definitely doing this for a reason. Okay. Obviously to make her ready for the main roster. Uh, you know, like, I don't know, man. It's, it's tough, Mark. I I think so. I I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to say she's ready. She's ready. That's, I mean, that's a tall task right there. I mean, she's young in her career. I mean, she's before this, she never wrestled, you know? I mean, like they, the performance center has done a phenomenal job, by the way, building up, People that have no wrestling background and make them stars. Tiffany Stratton, I think, is a star. Is a future star, at the very least. You know, already NXT Women's Champion. Killing it. Owning the character. Great athleticism. Like, she's you know, everything you want in a, a woman's wrestler. Check, 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 check. Well, I, you know, there is such a thing as too much too soon. Becky Lynch, one could argue, is easily going to wind up in the Mount Rushmore for women's wrestling. I mean, the fact that she was the first woman to main event WrestleMania by itself puts her in there. Why they're doing this? That's a great question. I think that probably is a better question. Is it to elevate Tiffany Stratton? Yeah. Skyrocker, like, you know, put her in that level of like Charlotte Flair and so forth. Take her to the next level. Take her to the next level. Who better than Becky Lynch for her to do that, right? Or is it for Becky Lynch to win that missing piece for her, the NXT Women's Championship, a championship she has never won? Is it because of that? Because is Becky Lynch, at the end of her career, what she has openly talked about in the very near future? Wait a minute. Yeah, that's a good question, Mark. That's Yeah. I mean, because it could be either or. I'm Really, if you think about it, like maybe they want to they push – Tiff and and really take her to the next level or to your point she's never won that maybe this is something this was on her bucket list before she retires Becky and they're gonna, you know they're gonna put that NXT strap on her I yeah know. I mean I mean either way in either scenario Becky Lynch does not lose like she still comes out looking great yeah hundred percent you know so this does not hurt Becky's legacy here with that but. Tiffany Stratton, she's the future. You have to protect her, man. If you are, go- if she's going to drop the strap to Becky Lynch, especially so soon, I she has had the belt for what, like, like a couple months only, really. But you know what about this? What if she drops it right? And, and if you think about it, it's not really hurting her because it's Becky Lynch. It's the man, all right. And Becky gets to have that belt that she's wanted uh, forever, and then now Tiff goes to the main roster 
and pushing her up. I mean, I, I know, I know she was backstage and raw. I still think it might be a little too soon for her being the main roster. I agree. A little bit, a little bit. I guess it really depends. I mean, this might also be an audition for Tiffany to see how ready she is. Again, you don't get better than facing the man to face Becky Two Belts, as she was once formerly known, to face Becky Lynch. Doesn't get bigger than that in your career. Tiffany, this is going to be the biggest match of her life. And I hope she's ready for it, man, because I I, I see a lot of great things with her. Just swink or swim, man, because if she drops the ball here, Mm. that's going to hurt more than anything. Mm. The pressure's on her. Well, I mean, is it? It is. <laughs> like, she's easily. Like, what does Becky Lynch have to lose here? Mm, yeah, well, Becky, no, you're right. Becky doesn't have anything to lose. But now you're thinking about it. Becky from, she's, like you said, at one point, Becky two belts. And she loses to Tiff. I mean, how does that look to Becky? I mean, it, that really puts over Tiffany. That really puts over Tiffany. Becky looks like an amazing vet because of that, because she yeah. put over a younger talent. Oh, she's like right. how we talk about with John Cena. She yeah, did the job. It's so it's just weird that she's going back to NXT to, to fight her for, for the belt. I mean, why? This is what all the question marks come in. Exactly, man. It's, it's why. It's why. Why is this happening? Soon to find out. And it, it, it's one of the two scenarios that we brought up. It, it's, to, it's to give Becky either the belt. Hey, good for you, Kumbaya. Or... Hey Tiffany, we believe in you. It's gonna skyrocket you, man. Or both. Or both. I mean, hell, I mean, yes. Tiffany could lose this and still look great. I mean, that, that is this, another scenario for the main roster. I'm telling you, that's another the real reason. I'm honestly, Mark. I, you think about it. I'm looking forward to this. You know, again, like you know, Tiffany has been owning her character. Uh, you know, her promos have been solid. They, they're going to have good exchange, I think. And you know, I think to be a very solid match. I want to say great match because I don't want to set the bar at that level yet. But I, I think depending on what the card is, it could steal the show for that night. But moving on, Jimmy. Actually, hey, buddy, that's it. All I got for the news. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, what do we got? What else? Mom? I mean, what we got, what we got? Well, what we got next is TV, my man. Starting off with Monday Night Raw. So this rivalry between Becky Lynch and Trish Stratus has lasted quite some bit. I personally like it. Michael J. Putty likes it as well. I think I would dare say loves it. <laughs> Twitter, on the other hand, seems to be not that much. Russell Ops at Russell Ops. Trish Stratus on a rivalry with Becky Lynch and WWE. And Trish Stratus seems to agree here. We've had a good little run. And it's been really fun, but it's been a little long. I'm ready to move on, do other things, and cross paths with other people. That's in our interview with the Post-Gazette. So, Jimmy, I want to ask you this. Oh, yep. Because we talked about Becky Lynch's, um, her legacy with her possible matchup here with Tiffany Stratton. Does this match, this rivalry that Becky had with Trish Stratus, has it helped her legacy? Or has it hurt it? I think it's helped Trish more. It, it sounds crazy, but I think Trish is... <laughs> many people may not agree with me on this, but I think Trish is uh, having some of her better matches now. And I mean, yeah, that's for sure. I would agree with that. 
Yeah, no, and it's it's weird because but you think about when she was in it, when she was in uh, in her prime, the women's division wasn't as big as it is now. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was very few competitors. I mean, obviously Trish and Lita, boom, those you think of that, but that was the rivalry. Yeah, that, exactly. That was like the rivalry, and then you know Trish was a whole bunch of different storylines, the McMahon's, everything going on. But you know, now it's like it's legitimate competition. I feel like in the women's division, it's really helping Trish out a lot more. Same time. It's I understand like the the point here, like to try to make Becky shine from this legend. But Mark, I got to be honest. Again, there really wasn't competition back when Trish was in in the game. So I I just I don't think it's doing much for Becky. It's my right. Right. And like. Oh, it pains me to say it, man, because I've been a fan of this rivalry. But like you know, I I have to I have to listen to public opinion here. It, it, it seems like the public court would say that this is this is hurting Becky because it's just the fact that how long it's been going. Uh, Becky, Becky doesn't necessarily she she hasn't really gotten like the one up over Tristress that people thought that she would. You know, to, like to help you know cement Becky as the top dog of all women's uh, wrestling history. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's it though. Maybe because I know there are a lot of people like it goes, this goes back for a while, man. It goes back to even when undertaker and edge were feuding back in the day. Oh. I remember hearing people like when they were facing each other, WrestleMania, like, Oh, edge should have won that one. Undertaker's past his prime, blah, blah, blah. Give, give edge the one up, you know? I, and I think there are certain people that believe that, like, you know, out with the old, in with the new. Yeah, yeah. It, it, this this might be the thing against Trish Stratus, unfortunately, with the newer fans. That, hey, Becky Lynch, she deserves this. What are you doing here? Why is this an actual rivalry? It should have been one and done. I think maybe that's what people had in mind here. Yeah. And that could be. I don't think this is necessarily going to tarnish Becky's legacy, per se. Yeah. I think this does nothing. I, I think it's just a a rivalry that people are not a fan of for that particular reason that they thought was just going to be one and done. Yeah. For some fans. And I, I agree with that, man. Cause I, I, you, when you match up a legend with a talent that's relatively new or it's just, you know, been around a couple of years or whatever like that, you, you want that one and done, like you said, like, all right, well, this is, this is one off. The legend's going to, you know, make the newer talent shine and that's it, you know? And, mm-hmm. But now it's like, wait a minute, this is a legit feud, you know. And and I think though, fans, you got to look at it like this. This is what I'm looking at here. Trish, Trish is in tremendous shape. Trish is, dude, she can go. She's not like, doesn't look old. Doesn't look like, you know, she, she hasn't it. lost a step. Thank you, thank you, Hollywood. And I'm telling you, man, you know, this is what they have to realize this is not your typical hey legend versus new talent and this is the one-off give this person the rub no this is a feud and trish is getting some competition finally not saying leader wasn't love leader okay but how many women were around that time mark i mean really think about it that can legit go like that that can legit go i mean I you, remember, can, you can you can count on one hand yeah yeah i mean dude, i really i i don't even think there was many more than that i mean you know jacqueline Jazz, yeah, jazz came in and you know, I mean, like, but dude, they're really, they're really Victoria, Mickey yes, James. okay, yeah, Victoria. That's when, yeah, that that Victoria was legit. Uh, Mickey James, 
and stuff. And so, I mean, yeah, you had some some women there, but not not like today. It's not like whole, today. Yeah, no, no, they 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 can pretty much all go today. But yeah, I I, and I also think it's like how it was presented to be in the first place. I, I'm going back now a little bit. Like Trish Stratus, when she first came back, it was kind of presented like like a one off type of thing, or just like a small run, if you will. It, it, then when she was drafted, when she was actually drafted. I think it threw a lot of people off. Like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Like, so she she's fully back. Like, this is really yeah, yeah. I think that I think that's what kind of threw people off. And then here you are. She's like, in different rivalries. She's turning on people. Like, and she's talking about having future rivalries, which I think would be great. Like, they're talking about a possible rivalry between her and Rhea Ripley, which oh, I think would be that. phenomenal. Don't... Yeah, no, dude. I mean, I don't know, man. Rhea's a beast. Rhea's a beast, Rhea... but. Trish Stratus can, as we just said, she can go. Yeah, she she can go, but she can I still mean, go in the ring. She's cutting great promos. She's got a great chemistry with Zoe Sky. I, I I love what's going on there. That's if anything, Zoe Sky is the real winner in this rivalry. Yeah, you know, you're right. You're right. Uh, man, you know, thinking about it now, you know, why not? I mean, yeah, seriously, like to sum it up, Mark. If you know, if she's going the way she's going, she continues to do that. Why not put Trish against these, these opponents and have legit competition if they're delivering? Bottom line. If they're delivering, right. Like, yeah, leave them wanting more is probably what Trish is trying to say. And I think this rivalry will be wrapped up at payback. And they'll move on from there. But let's move on ourselves here, Jimmy. Going over to AEW, Tony Storm has a new character. Right. And people are falling in love with this humble wrestling at wrestling humble. Tony storm is nailing this character, everything from the hairstyle to the way of speaking to the outfits, to the accent, the shoe throwing is just perfect. More of this. And a lot of people on Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it, uh, are sharing the same sentiment about Tony storm's new look, new character. Jimmy, what, what do you expect from this? What do you expect from Tony storm's latest change? Like, wh where does this go? Uh, royalty, dude. This goes straight to Great Britain. This goes to England. They roll out that carpet. Right? Hollywood, you know about this, man. She called you up. She talked to, to talk to you about what's going on. She's been besmirched. I mean, this is this is amazing. I love what's what what she's doing on AEW, man. Uh, she's owning it. And you talk about acting, because wrestling people forget this. Wrestling is acting. Period. I don't care what anybody says. All right, storytelling, acting. She deserves a fucking oscar excuse my life she deserves an oscar yeah man like you know i for a long time have said and i'll stick with this that i believe alexa bliss was the best actor in all of wrestling uh, with her range and what she has done her facial expressions it was all there i love alexa bliss's character or can't wait for her to come back but you know of course family duties first she's gonna be a mom awesome congrats to her and her family but tony storm Agreed. Tony Storm. She's owning the character. Like that, that's 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 what we have to do is to be a great actor to perform in those Oscar worthy performances about owning it. Right? You know, Completely. You know, yeah. Come on, man. I know. Completely engulfing yourself in the character. She's going full blown method in this, my man. And this is <laughs> such a unique character in wrestling that we've not seen the old school 1950s style Hollywood glam. Talking about 
the style of Marilyn Monroe mixed with a little bit of an attitude of Judy Garland. Uh, And it's with a little bit of Lucille Ball in there too. Like she's, she's reenacting these Hollywood starlets of the old and bringing that to, to today. It works. It fits. It's so great to see. It's refreshing. Yes. You know, because again, we, have you seen anyone do this in wrestling before? Like this? It's different. Like it's you different. said, Mark, keyword, refreshing. We need stuff like this, man. Yeah, this it's un- it's unique. And I don't necessarily know who came up with it. It was her idea herself or from AEW Creative or a mixture of both. But kudos to them uh, for, you know what? Listen, hey, uh, you're swinging for the fences here. You're thinking outside the box. I say this about Impact all the time. I give them credit for thinking outside the box and and, and not afraid to try something new. If it fails, it fails, but they're, they're willing to stand by it. And this is something along the lines of that, you know, taking risks. I mean, hell, for God's sake, she was in a hot faction with Soraya. She was the AEW Women's Champion. She didn't. She doesn't have to do this. She was constantly trending before yeah. this transformation here. You know, like, she doesn't have to do anything, man. You know? No. <laughs> she could have kept the same old, same old, and, and it would have been fine. But here, here we are. Tony Storm transforming herself, evolving. How far can this character go? Can this version of Tony Storm still win championships? Like, I'm curious to see how she wrestles in this, as this version of herself. I, I mean, very proper. I mean, I, I'm I'm thinking like somewhere along the lines of like Lord Steven Regal. Ooh. You know, like, this is what I'm feeling. This is the vibe I'm getting with her. You know, old school uh wrestling you know mm. like matt wrestling we, we, catch us catch can they call right here <laughs> we're talking like just like oh man just very actual wrestling dude that's what i see i see some i see some funny stories uh storylines that they can actually do with this character um and then just you know make it over the top entertaining but still uh maybe go back to the actual roots of pro wrestling you know, if you look at AEW, and this is maybe thinking outside the box here saying this, but, you know, one thing they always, they've had since the beginning is all these people were complaining about the high-flying aerial maneuvers, just they're doing too much, you know? Or the spot with the Canadian destroyers but, this past yeah, week. All, oh, my God, one after the next. Dude, what about going back to actually the roots of wrestling where they didn't do a lot, where DDT was a huge move, you know what I'm saying? And and telling a story in the ring instead of just jumping all around and trying to perform these incredible acts of athleticism, you know I, that's what I'm thinking, man. And this it could be really beneficial for the product for the brand. Somewhere right now, Darius Carter is popping for everything you just said. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my man, Darius. <laughs> Shout out to him, the BCW World Heavyweight Champion, two times. Uh, but you touched on something. Yeah, let me not, let me not get into you, that. You, you, you touched on something here. You said about comedic. And that's this where I was thinking, too. This is why I asked the question. Because when you think of comedic wrestlers, right, or comedic gimmicks, they don't go anywhere near a championship, typically. That's when I'm wondering, could, what does this mean for her status on the roster as far as getting back the AEW Women's Championship? Well, maybe that's not in the cards for her right now. So they wanted they want to let her have some fun in the meantime, uh, just to make her you know relevant still. 
you know, later on, maybe she's going to be back in that, you know, in the run for the gold. But, you know, I mean, not everybody's going to be main eventing. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you have to still do something. You have to have your spot on the card, you know, and and even though she is a main eventer, it's not maybe the right time for her to be contending for that belt. So, you know, this is this is going to keep it interesting. Going to keep it relevant. Going to have people talking and make it entertaining. She's going to sell a lot of merch. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. I mean, it's, it's already entertaining. It's great to see. I was just thinking long term, like, you know, how is this going to be viewed as how does she get herself back into that run? Because, uh, yeah, it's so tough with comedy gimmicks in wrestling. Like, you want you could be funny, entertaining, but you don't want to go too much where, like, you're considered a joke. You know what I mean? If you're considered a joke, then they're not going to take you seriously as champion. But that's a whole other discussion. Moving on now to SmackDown. Jimmy J, here we go. Bobby Lashley was trending. And the go-home episode of SmackDown as we head into payback. Just Alex tweets out at just Alex Central. I am so feeling this. The amount of talent and charisma in that ring is insane right now. Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits have the ability to be just as big as the bloodline. They just need the support of WWE Creative. That's a bold statement right there. The bloodline, as we know, will probably going to go down as one of the best factions in wrestling history. What do you think of Bobby Lashley and Street Profits? Are you feeling this? Could they be the next bloodline? Do they have that type of potential? I love Bobby Lashley and uh, and the Street Profits, man. I think the Street Pro- the Street Profits are very athletic and they they're entertaining as hell, man. And they do their thing in the ring. Uh, Bobby is a beast. Okay, he is probably if you t- if you're looking at like just physical specimens here, Bobby Lashley is is top of the line. Honestly. And the dude is in his forties. And he still looks the same like when he first debuted. It's unreal. It's unreal. So Bobby's a contender. Bobby should be should still be in the in the run for the belt, I think, man. Because you know, I if you think about like let's talk, I don't want to get on Vince McMahon really, but think about his vision. Oh, he always likes the bigger guy, the you know, Andre the Giants, the Hulk Hogan's. Bobby Lashley's that guy. Uh mm-hmm. there's nobody I think that can compare that you can compare him to except for Lesnar, in my opinion. Right. Right. Now. Not, both, not even I mean, both it, genetic freaks. Yes, exactly. But you know what? Um, can they be the bloodline? Your, your question. Can they be? You know, I mean, it's tough, man. It's tough because the Roman, at one point, you know this, Roman was just like, everybody hated him. It's like we kept getting shoved down our throats. And then he just, that heel turn, dude. And everyone just fell in love with him. And he owns that character, man. So right now, no, it's going to take work. It's going to take work to beat a bloodline right now. Okay, yeah. a lot of work. Now, is it impossible? No, but I, I see them more like a great faction. You know, they should have domination, bigger. But um, bloodline, you need some time, some work in, in the right rub and creative. Yeah, I mean, bloodline, I mean, that's so lofty. I mean, the Bobby Lashley and Street Profits, they're just getting started. They don't even have a name yet as a team. I mean that that's 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 not a fair comparison, you know. That, that's setting the bar ridiculously high. Yeah, you know, I I don't even think we had the bar that high for the bloodline when they first started. <laughs> you, you know, and 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 here they are. I mean, completely dominating the game. I do believe what Bobby Lashley said, though. I do believe that all three of them are going to be wearing gold by the end of oh, this yeah. year. 
at the same time. I think they're going to be a, a, a big time faction, possibly, I would say probably bigger than the Hurt faction. You know, the, um, sorry, the, the, is that the name of the team? Hurt Locker? No, not Hurt Locker. That's uh, a movie. Locker. No, I, I know what you're talking about. The, 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 hurt, the hurt Business. Hurt Business. Yeah, the business, the faction. I know. Yeah, the no, Hurt definitely... Faction. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's late. Bigger than the Hurt Business, I, I think. Uh, because, again, of like just the qualities, it's just Montez Ford alone, the, his charisma and personality. Uh, the, but then the, you know, in the dynamic of Angel Dawkins, uh, their chemistry together, and, the, and all the stuff that they could do together. They, they look great, the three of oh, them yeah. together. Uh, and, and then, of course, the expertise of Bobby Lashley. I mean, honestly, the biggest winner from this is probably going to be Montez Ford. I mean, people have been talking about him for a while, how he's got rock-like qualities and, and the, yeah the charisma the in-ring work it's all there for montez ford i think he's just missing that small little piece that maybe that killer instinct and i think bobby lashley is the one to get him out of uh, get him get it out of him if all of this is just to set up for a, a big catapult for montez ford then job well done i think this could be a great what way for it Dawkins? to happen what happens to angel Dawkins? Marty Janetti. <laughs> oh God, not through the window. We don't. <laughs> no, 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 we... no, but like I hate to say, I hate to say because I feel like you never. See... It's very rare when you see like a split of a tag team where they both succeed. You I know, the... unfortunately, the... True, it's the whole that it's the whole Shawn Michaels Marty Janetti thing. Yeah, you know, it, it... how often do you see that happen? Uh, where they both succeed? I... Either, either, either they both disappear or you, you know they they stay a tag team forever or if they split like you said there's always that one that shines one that just fades right and, uh, right I hope it's not i hope that's not the case man i hope this is a different occasion because i think angelo is very talented in the ring man i Angel dare i say i think he honestly maneuver wise like i think he's not as athletic as montez but i think overall he's a better in-ring worker but the thing is i mean all right, was The Rock the best in-ring worker? Was Stone Cold the best in-ring no, worker? No, no, they were not. But they yeah. had the je ne sais quoi. You know, they they had a special quality to them, like Montez Ford does. Yeah. And I, I think, I think WWE is thinking long term, the creative, and I think they see that Montez Ford. And again, Bobby Lashley, who better to bring that out of you? Yeah. You know, to 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 help elevate you. Um, this would be a great way to do it. And if I mean, if they wind up, if it winds up clicking, or they they all gelling together, and it's really working. They're selling merch. They're, they're moving storylines forward. People are invested. Then yeah, I mean, of course, the possibility is there be bloodline. I just don't see it right now. I I don't necessarily because I mean, other than the bloodline, I mean, you see factions come and go all the time. Oh, besides the Judgment Day as well. But like, how how often have you seen factions last in WWE? Other than those big two. Oh, dude, it's very. Very rare. Like we thought, the hurt business was going to be a huge thing, yeah. and then ultimately they they faced their demise pretty early. It's it's been like a trend. I mean, we we don't see like factions last long. Like like well, you know, back in the day, look at the Horsemen, man. They were around forever, you know. Right. NWO, they had like seventy five guys a part of the damn the crew. I mean, but you know, like. Things like that, like DX, that doesn't happen anymore. And even DX, if you think about it, like, what they were there maybe a year and a half before H got his own, you know, his run. I mean, that was pretty long, but it's not right, know. right. I mean, like history says, this is to, this is for something else. Yeah. Than to be a dominant faction. 
because they do they do already have two big factions right now going. We shall see, man. We shall see. Like I, I am definitely invested into this, though. Um, I think it's going to be great for all three of these gentlemen, specifically Montez Ford. Well, Jimmy J, that's all I have for today, man. Dude, this has been fun. Oh, it's been a blast, Mark. It's been too long. I, I got to definitely do the show a little more often with you guys. Um, you know, thank you for holding it down. You know, you always deliver, Mark. You, Putty, uh, shout out to Green Man. I mean, the shout out wrestling team is, is strong. And, you know, we're continuing to, uh, you know, to, to grow. And, and, dude, I mean, we have good leadership here. <laughs> you know, thank you, thank, you, thank you for having me on, man. No, absolutely, man. It's, again, been way too long. Miss you, brother. Uh, I know you're down in PA doing your thing. Yeah, I miss playing ball with you, man. Even though I, I yelled at you a few times when we played oh, together. Oh, no, it comes with the territory, dude. And listen, you know what? You don't miss, you know, playing ball with me, man, because you're a different man on the court, Mark, okay? <laughs> you turn it to the beast incarnate himself, Mark Schwann. He's there, and he's owning the court. And I'm like, yeah, no, Mark, you know, you know, it, it's a game, you know? <laughs> no, but you're very competitive, dude, but it's awesome. I love it because – you know, you bring out the best in me and you help me get in a little better shape than what I'm in now. You know, I'm getting there, though. You know, that's 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 why I always love playing uh, playing basketball, man. It was, it's good cardio. It's good exercise. And hopefully soon we can link up, play some ball. Dude would love that, man. I feel like I'm a little rusty. I, I haven't played in a little bit since I've moved. Um, don't have that basketball court anymore, man. That was a great court to have. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Who is a couple times we came through there, yeah. Easy access, easy access. I don't, there's not so many courts around here. There's, uh, there's courts at schools, but I'm not going to go to a school, <laughs> right? To shoot, to shoot some hoops. That's a little creepy. Uh, yeah, weekends. <laughs> we, weekends. It still feels a little weird, though. Weird, uh, yeah, know. on school grounds, right? Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. school grounds, like you know. Eh. There's no parks around yeah. here with courts. There, so I, I I tried going to one, and it, for whatever reason, like the whole parking thing was weird. Like, oh, yeah, like you had to, it was a pay for parking thing, but like the cards weren't linking up for whatever reason. Like I was like I was getting late. Like I had to go about my day. I'm like, you know, what? screw this, I'm out. I'll try again, but like, yeah, I don't know, man. Like it, it's, I had the convenience of it just going right upstairs in the oh, apartment yeah. building I was living at. And it had a nice court, and that was that. And then I have to worry about the weather and driving and parking, et cetera, et cetera. Like, you eh. know, in New York, especially, man, uh, parking. You, you said it. Like, that's why out here, man, it's been a blessing. That's the one thing I don't have to deal with, Mark. It's just, you, I'm, I'm sorry, but I have to say it. It's just, you pull into a spot, you pull out of a spot. It's a beautiful thing, man. Right. And it gives right. you motivation to do things because, like, when you think about, oh, I'm going to go here. Uh, I don't know if I can find parking. And then you just start second guessing, like, fuck, I'm not going nowhere. <laughs> yeah, like, I do. I, I like to work out nice and early. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I like to just get that out of the way. I feel great afterwards. Like, I, I feel like mentally I could conquer the day. But then, like, dude, I, 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 I wear so many different hats in, in, a, in any given day, including personal life, being a father and a husband. Like, to make time for those roles as well in my life. It's It's a lot. It's a lot. So like, you know, I, I, I have my, I have my day like in, in time blocks. And like, once I was like getting to the point where I was like, dude, I'm just going to interfere with the rest of my day. I, I got to go. I mean, Mark, you know what, man? It's hard to find time for everything, dude. 
It really is. We're, we're jugglers, not juggalos. We're <laughs> jugglers, man. We, we're just sitting here, you know, trying to trying to make it all work, man. And, and you're right, though, that morning workout. You know, I, I do every morning 100 push-ups, and you know, I'm trying to do a little bit more than that. DDPY, okay, stretching every morning eight minutes. Yeah, you doing that? Yeah, I've been doing it, man. I've been doing it nice. for about a year now, and it gets me going in the morning. Some mornings I skip, and I don't feel the same when I skip it. You know, but I stretch every morning. Um, and hundred yeah, percent st- stretching at our age, man, it's like essential. <laughs> oh, bro, yeah, no, seriously, man. Like, and it's like I still feel like you know, still young. You know, that's it. And I want to stay that way. You know, I want to keep it going like that. Um, you know, now it really comes out to diet though, too. That's another. Uh, yeah, so- dude, I, I went back to going keto. Yeah, dude, keto. I dude, I I lose. I typically lose a lot of weight when I go on a keto diet. Um, I'm not necessarily the happiest person in the world to be around during like the first week or two of that, but like, it does the job. I mean, you know what, man? To each his own. I can't. I can't do it. I just. I love food too much. But you know what? It's just. I guess it's also moderation. That's really what it comes down to: moderation. And, you know, I started now looking into it. We can go down this rabbit hole another time for sure. But I started looking into all ingredients and different things that are super processed. I'm trying to eliminate all that. Yeah, man. It's really that's really like half the battle is about, you know, what you're putting in your body, you know. And and then after it's like, you know, what you're doing to burn off all that stuff as well. It's it's a happy balance. You need both. Like I've been lifting weights. I, I. Honestly, my cardio game has been off just because of the fact of where I live now, I think. Um, because I was relying heavily on basketball for cardio. It was great, dude. I got down to like 185. Feel awesome. Now I'm like 215. It sucks. Oh, sucks. That's all the father life, man. Come on. It is. It is. But like, dude, I'm I'm an actor. You know, I, I need to I need to look good for camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Uh it's got it's a struggle, man. It's a it's a struggle. You, know? you don't want to don't want to be the fluffy guy in the camera. I don't want to be next John Goodman for crying out loud. <laughs> and John Candy. Hey, hey, listen, great actor, great actor. Love John Goodman, but that's not the career route I want to go. <laughs> yeah, all no, respect. I, I, you know, and plus, you know, with your daughter too, you want to be able to move around and do things with her. She gets older too. Yes. Yeah. Oh, dude, she moves around quite a bit. She's not even a year and a half yet, and she's fast. Oh, that girl runs. Yeah, and uh, she's active. She's very active. But hey, listen, I digress here. Jimmy J, uh, where can they find your socials? What do you have going on next? Uh, let, let the world know what what's up, man. I I appreciate that, man. Um, just check everything out. Uh, Jimmy J dot E and as a Nancy T on Instagram, and that'll take you to pretty much everything else that that's happening. The horror stuff. We got wrestling as as far as it pertains to wrestling. We do have watch parties back. Um, so. Yours truly, shot of wrestling. I represent hardcore. Okay, uh, we are throwing watch parties in New York City every month at Feile's. F E I L E. Look them up. One block from the Garden. Check it out. And um, also, we're in Brooklyn for the Big Four at the Kingsland, man. But I appreciate you giving me the floor, um, and I appreciate your time, Mark. I mean, this has been a, a great, a great time on the show. Uh, missed it. Missed it a lot. Missed you. Missed the team. And uh, I thank you. Hey, man. Don't be a stranger, man. We love having you. We love being affiliated with you for for the uh, for the watch parties that you do. I definitely have to get my ass out to one. I know Putty and AJ. Uh, I was calling AJ Styles for the love of God. I would. I wish he's AJ Styles. AJ Pan. <laughs> Come on, man. The guy. Uh, oh, who who's whose favorite agent is he? 
I'll tell you who my favorite agent is. My own agent. <laughs> you and AJ, I know, got some beef, man. It's okay, though. I mean, hey, he's, he's, a, he's a good fella. Outside of professional wrestling, he's a good fella. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> days of wrestling, it's over. For, it's over. It's over. It's over. That's 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 where that's where it lies. But uh, Jimmy, again, thank you for stopping by. Everyone, thank you for listening. If you could please take some time out, review our show, give us five stars if you think we deserve it. Give us how many stars, whatever you think we deserve, actually. Uh, but leave a review for us. Let us know how we're doing. Let us know what you want to hear from us. And then check out yourfavoriteactor.com. That's where I'm at. Check out all the stuff that I'm doing. You check out all the things going on with Shot of Wrestling right on there as well. And then follow us on all forms of social media at Shot of Wrestling. But in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, I've had a blast with you. Thank you for stopping by. This is me, your favorite actor, Mark Schwann, out. Hey, baby, I hear the bell ringing, hip tosses and body slams. Oh, my. And maybe you seem a bit confused. Yeah, baby, but I got you pinned. Ha, 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 But I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night, everybody. <laughs>